0: To Forever Canon, the podcast where we talk about how easy it is to find the Yuzhen Vong in your backyard. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. And this week on Forever Canon, we pick up New Jedi Order Book 2, Dark Tide 1, Onslaught, Chapters 13 through 16. And this week, when we get down to some business, to some degree... Not as much as I thought we would, mm-hmm. but there's more book. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there is. That's what's up this week. More book. But first, bum, bum, bum. previously on Forever Cannon, Jaina voices disappointment. Leia rallies support. Corin and Ganner find sandworms and surprise shelter. Jason is troubled. Belkadan seems fine, minus the new art installment. Mara teaches... Anakin responsible limits and touches her stomach. That's probably the biggest news of last week. Yep. That Tim set us wise to a week before. And here she Mm -hmm. is last week, touching her belly, thinking about her childhood. We think she's pregnant, Mm -hmm. but that was last week. This week. We're not even going to talk about her. (laughs) We start with chapter 13. We pick up with Corrin and Ganner having their standoff with that science team at that surprise shelter they found on Sand Planet. Yep. Very dangerous Sand Planet. They're out here searching for these missing scholars at the behest of a university out here at some place near Bimeo. They think these people who are here that they're having a standoff with, they think these Jedi have come to steal... The Jedi artifacts that they have found and have been studying, these scholarly scholars. So apparently somebody came and bopped someone on the head so hard they lost two years worth of memories and stole their Jedi stuff from them, right? Yeah. Who can make someone lose their memories? Only a Jedi. Who would want Jedi stuff? Only a Jedi, right? Yeah. So they're like, hey, we to hammer home the message of one of these themes that persists throughout the beginning of these books so far. We don't trust the Jedi. Yeah. You're not trustworthy. We trust Luke Skywalker, <laughs> you know, as we talked about two weeks ago, but we don't trust the Jedi at large. They're going to come erase our memories and steal our science.
1: Yeah. Cause, um, Korn's thinking that I could do like 10 seconds, 15 seconds, but it yeah. has happened before where,
0: yeah, was it? It's been, did they say Kip did it. It's been done. And that's a problem Yeah, for the reputation of the Jedi is that they haven't. I guess if we want to put it into into this structure of rebuilding the Jedi Order, they haven't had a consistent leader. They haven't had direction, mm-hmm. a focus as a group, right? Which now Luke has just recently given them all their first missions for like the first time ever. But they have a varied reputation across the galaxy. Some people are and Horn. Some people are Ganner Rhizode. Yes. And mixed results. <laughs> <laughs> and even with this team of very mixed personalities here, uh, of course, the Jedi are eventually allowed in. Mm-hmm. They convince them we're good guys. And we get some sort of Jedi and Vong analogy, right? They're when they're talking about the slash, wha- slash rats and shwuppy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a weird word to read. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and stick some vowels in your science fiction words. It's not sacrilege. it would be <laughs> fine. SHWP in a row. Not cool. No. <laughs> stick an eye on the end. Yeah, get away with it. Anyways, there's like what is the the story of the balance between these two things where like um the shwippy overgrow and then overtake the land and push all the people out or something like that? And they like eat all the flora. And then the Slash Rats, they uh, the schwippy become overgrown population, and the Slash Rats come and wipe them out. And it's like this endless cycle of one species being allowed to perpetuate and then being decimated by this outside force.
1: Yeah, for the cycle to start again.
0: Yeah. And it's like, oh, when the Imperials came here for their survey X number of years ago, they didn't see that because the planet was in a certain part of its orbit that had whatever part of this cycle taking place, right? Yeah. They only saw the small picture. And now that we're checking in again later, we have a bigger picture of how, ah, life comes and goes, doesn't it? <laughs> and I think, yeah. you know, that's meant to point to the Jedi and the Vong thing that's happening where kind of the galaxy has become stagnant mm-hmm. here. And then, uh, and then here comes this alien race to just wipe it clean. I think <laughs> more so it looks like anyways, speaking of the Vong, it turns out the scientists, Found a dead body here. It's been here for years. They said there was like stratified layers of sand that you could tell had been blown in through this doorway. So like over a a series of many years, it sounded like. Yeah. This body had been slowly mummified, a scarred, ugly, bone broken corpse of a Eugene Vong.
1: Yeah. Here. Yeah, that's been gnawed on by slash rats and.
0: It's been here for years. And Connor, Connor, <laughs> corn horn says, well, if they've been here once, we better watch out because they're probably going to be here again sometime, which means immediately, right? In this, in the, in the tune of <laughs> writing a story, when I tell you something might happen again in the future, it's coming.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And 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 why else are we here? And why else is that here? And the two Jedi and
1: all that. Yep. Why else would we be them both be here and a usual von corpse and them say that?
0: Yeah. And that's the chapter. Once again, no chapter titles. Mm -hmm. What would you name this one, Tim?
1: Yeah. On the spot. Yeah. This is, this is one that I looked at and I couldn't really think of something for.
0: There's not really a whole lot going on here. I just, uh, I just put everybody hates Jedi. (laughs) All don't right. don't forget that. I don't know. That's like the that's the message here, and also danger.
1: Yeah, <laughs> cycles and corpses.
0: Oh yikes! <laughs> Chapter fourteen. Back at XGal Four with Luke and Jason, where they find more leftover mess from the Yuzhan Vong's quote orgy of destruction, but they don't find anything from their quote. Environmental Holocaust. All right, Michael. <laughs> Settle down. It's pretty evocative wording. Dude, I. If my, my next thing is, haha, evocative language. Very, <laughs> just very much trying to paint a clear and obvious picture yeah. with very powerful words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 there we are. This is Gal 4 This is Belkadan right now. They... See, a lot of mess from the Yuuzhan Vong hating droids. They're fanatical. There's even a mess of blood all over the place because they're so crazy about killing droids. They don't care if they slice themselves up on these metal metal micro machines along the way.
1: Yeah. They even destroy a doll. A
0: baby doll. Uh, Yeah. And could there be anything more profane to haters of technology? Something meant to corrupt the youth. That's Jason Solo's analogy. Or or, uh, inference, I mean. Yeah. They don't find anything, though, connected to what happened last time we were here. It was a big green and yellow storm. Where'd all that go? Yeah. There's some extra plant growth here, but what's up?
1: Yeah, everything else seems to be fine.
0: Yeah, we have to go out to a fact-finding mission.
1: And yeah. we cut to... I, I, read, I, I got some sensor readings.
0: There's some life forms over yeah, this way. That's right, yeah. There's some loose life forms. So we better go check that out. And then we cut to, quote, we're just out to gather some facts, Jason. Nothing heroic on this trip. And I'm like, I feel something heroic coming on. (laughs) You know what I mean? You're telling me we're just going to look, not touch. Take that kid to the toy store. (laughs) Try it. Yeah. So to me, I'm like, oh, we're about to be heroes, are we? And then they they find a valley village looking thing of former pirates Mm -hmm. turned into Coral-infused zombie slaves? Yeah. They've got coral growing out of their joints and skulls. and it looks Yeah,
1: bone growth. Painful
0: and it seems bad. And,
1: and Jason compares it to a restraining bolt for yeah, a droid. Yeah,
0: and they're like in a field of growing baby coral skippers. Mm-hmm. And it turns out these ships grow fast.
1: Yeah, it's a Vong shipyard.
0: It's only been a few weeks and they're like semi-formed things here already. More weird finds as we continue through the Eugene Vaughn Farmlands uh, 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 rice paddy comparison yep. in, in a small shallow lake of villop stalks. They grow on <laughs> giant corn stalks, I guess. Those nasty human-sized flesh basketballs. Yeah, they
1: look like berries, I guess, the size yeah. of a human head.
0: Yeah, and here to hammer home the the racism and oppression and slavery. Uh, a really strong Yuzhan Vong murders one of the slaves in the lake.
1: Yeah, for not being able to complete his task not properly. Not even lake, puddle. Yeah, he falls <laughs> over the and the Vong jumps down and stabs him like four times and then yep. makes the other ones drag him out of the water.
0: Yeah, but you know why this isn't the worst thing in the world? Because this is penance for being pirates. Mm-hmm. So, when we move to the next stage of this chapter, where Luke refuses to intervene... Mm-hmm. and try to save these slaves. And Jason's like, what the heck? That's not what Jedi are supposed to do. He's outraged. He's abhorred. Mm-hmm. No heroics? Only fact-gathering? For real? We're not going to go save those people? You know, the, the whole thing is we have to gather information about the Yuzhan Vong. We can't even sense them in the Force. We see one. We don't know how many there are. What do you think two of us are going to do? We have to save the whole galaxy. Yeah. Not just these poor, I'm going to say it, unfortunate souls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sign their voice away. <laughs> Penance for pirates and stuff. We're not going to save them. And that's kind of gross. And unfortunately, in this situation, uh, as, as as grossed out as Jason might be, they're both, right? Yeah. They can't go save these people. Yeah. They have information to gather and spread. And what happens if we go get killed? No one will ever find out what's happening here until it's too late. They're already growing ships. Mhm. And I talkers on stocks.
1: Yeah, it's They're both right. Yeah, it's not it's not the a good choice, but it happens to be in this
0: instance the right one. And the explanation that Luke gives is that you're 16. You see right and wrong and you must set wrong right. Yeah. But my 40 more years of experience, or however, whatever, right, mm-hmm. lets me understand that not every right is the right thing to make right. Mm-hmm. Uh, not every wrong is the <laughs> correct thing to make right. You know, what I'm, you know yeah. what I'm saying. He's like, I'm old enough to know we'll be doing more harm than help if we jump in here right now. Which is the whole conflict of the Jedi in a nutshell, right? Yeah. Or should we jump in, or should we wait? Gather information and be asked for help. I think I have like an eyebrow and my eyelashes or something. I'm having a problem over here. <laughs> I can see that. But uh, that's kind of that whole. That's kind of the uh, ref- reflection of the whole thing, right? What should we be doing as Jedi? I mean, just a couple episodes ago, Jason was like, "I don't think I should be a Jedi Knight because they don't have a direction. They don't have a code. They don't have like like we said in the previous chapter. Yeah. they don't have guidance that they clearly sorely need." How about a chapter title?
1: Well, you gave it to
0: me. Oh no.
1: Yeah. Why? What? Tenants for Pirates. Oh damn, that's good.
0: <laughs> I just wrote growth.
1: Oh, hey, that's nice too. Layers. Yeah, I like that. Alright.
0: <laughs> I wish they had chapter titles. That was fun. Alright. It's that makes it seem does that make it seem more like an adult book or like a children's novel novel? Well,
1: kind of both. Yeah, I don't know. For, for now, like, it makes you look into it and see what other layers could be in there. Yeah, it
0: makes you look for subtlety, which mm-hmm. maybe is... Oh, jeez. Maybe, that, maybe that's... Go on both sides. You know what? <laughs> it's good, though. Penance for Pirates. Growth. Chapter 15. Gavin Darklighter and his rogue squadron are out to check at the galaxy's most dangerous interstellar intersection. The place where... The pirates got shot up by the Yuzhan Vong after they pirated somebody, mm-hmm. right? It's a, dang- it's a, apparently hyperspace routes meet here, and people are always dropping out of hyperspace at this. I don't know. Yeah, like we got to go see what's going on out here. And quote, unless there is an emergency, this run should be silent. And again, my reader mm-hmm. uh, radar is going off. Warning, warning. <laughs> uh, you start. He's in hyperspace, waiting to reach the destination thinking to himself how it's quiet and if everything goes according to plan it should stay quiet we're just here to do some recon we have this super special x-wing that has no weapons it's just full of sensors yeah they so we're just here to censor some stuff out and <laughs> wait ju- that's not what I mean
1: <laughs> just in case the yeah. well, rogue squadron is here to, to... provide
0: backup because this ship has no yeah weapons
1: it can fly away maybe
0: So, like, they have, like, one, two, three flight or something like that, right? How many ships are there in in their squadron? Twelve? Groups of of four? Not twelve groups of four. Twelve total? Twelve total. Three groups
1: of four. I think so, yeah, because I only remember them
0: saying, like, number twelve. Maybe even they only said nine. Uh, Did they say twelve? I think they said twelve at some point. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That must be the way in writing these, like, ship squadrons that you give the maximum. (laughs) Rogue twelve reporting in. You don't hear a number higher than that ever. <laughs> <laughs> or even close to twelve, you just stick to four, five, six. Yeah. <laughs> Put the high one at the end. You're like, okay, that's the limit. There's twelve well, pilots out
1: here. What in the in the movies it's it's like, okay, red four, and it doesn't go any higher than that. Really? <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> There's a red six. There might even be an eight. I don't know. But anyways. Yeah. Anyways, he's thinking on his way through hyperspace. This should be. Easy peasy. And nice and quiet. And then, here come some coral skippers. (laughs) (laughs) To immediately disabuse us of that belief. Yeah. And also, to test our new tactics on. Mm -hmm. We talked about previously, he had been in the simulator with uh, information, not information, a program from Trace Crafe, right? Yeah. Who got the information from Leia when she was spurned by the Senate. This has now trickled all the way down to... We're having an actual real-life encounter with Coral Skippers with this new plan of shooting a bunch of underpowered lasers around the black hole Yeah. because you can only catch so many. Yeah. Instead of shooting four master blasts like an X-Wing does, yeah. we'll just cycle them in a circle like a pinwheel. Like nonstop, not have them converge so much.
1: Yeah, because these things, they must take power from something, so we got to... Yeah.
0: Somehow, the black them. hole machine... I guess, we know it's not a machine. Somehow this black hole animal uh, (laughs) must be able to have its attention divided or overwhelmed or something. But here come the Coral Skippers to Rogue Squadron to be the perfect time to test out these new tactics. And, man, making black holes sure seems like a pretty handy defense, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) They, They come up to the Coral Skippers. He tries to launch a few torpedoes. He tries to... Put the quad blast in there, and it's just like, it's gone. Yep. Done. Gone. Down the hole. Until new tactics are put in place. Smiling, Gavin tightened down on the auxiliary trigger, button beneath his middle finger on the stick. The X-Wing's lasers began cycling very fast. Faster than they would have in single-fire mode. Each bolt burned with a scarlet intensity, yet was shorter and decidedly less powerful that those, it says, in the first burst he'd fired. Didn't notice that (laughs) typo originally. As long as he held the auxiliary trigger down in quad mode, the lasers would produce a cloud of shots that wouldn't do much damage, but were next to impossible to distinguish from the heavier bolts. Okay. That's the new tactic. We're going to shoot a Ferris wheel of (laughs) of laser beams at you nonstop, Mm. which then it gives them all different angles and trajectories, right? Instead of the four beams into one or four even separate now we have like you know considering the constant motion of the ship infinity of angles and calculations to be consider uh considered yeah concerning placing your black holes i've been struggling ever since that typo popped up in there yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: it's it's uh it th- really threw me off man
0: okay <laughs> What did what did that say again? That
1: those rather oh, than then those
0: decidedly less powerful that those in the first burst. All right, jeez. Well,
1: that's when what you're that, reading it closely for for that, the quote. That's what's wrong with spell check.
0: Well, because it's a word. <laughs> true, <laughs> gotta have that grammar check. Which you know that stuff's probably so powerful by now. Anyways, <laughs> the tactics seem to work pretty good. They even manage uh, to avoid getting their shields pulled off by the gravity suckers. How did... You yeah. you do that again? Oh, they, yeah.
1: They have their inertial compensators that, like, so they can fly at high speeds. They yeah, can so just pilots and ship
0: ex- don't feel the gravity.
1: Yeah, they extend the range on them. Outside so it, the shield. Yeah, so it treats it like any other kind of turbulence.
0: Yeah, like, oh, there's too much gravity here. Don't feel it. Yeah. And so he pushes that outside of the shields and then the shields are safe.
1: It's, it's a big... It's, it's 13 meters. Like, it's a big range.
0: Right. Well, yeah, 13 meter radius. Not other word uh, diameter or right. no radius means it's bigger but anyways radius like, is half of the uh, that's what i mean radius means it's it's bigger oh, yeah it than, would be 26 30, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah yeah meter um anyways yeah but from the center of the ship type of thing right mm-hmm. like sort of pro- from the pilot seat so yeah whatever the rate whatever the distance is yeah that is actually huge like the size of my house Yeah, it's like 13 meters (laughs) is like 40 feet. Park that X-Wing in the kitchen. And if I had a basement, it would go down there and be up to the top. But that's pretty clever. Mm -hmm. In the moment, right? That's not something that he figured out in simulations. That's something he had to figure out in the moment to save his own life. Yeah. And we're all learning here. (laughs) It's not easy. but Rogue Squadron pulls out a win versus these six Coral Skippers.
1: Yeah. And they have losses on their yeah, side. Yeah, they take
0: a few losses. And they have to be out here waiting to be picked up by Admiral Crafe and the Rowl Roost.
1: Yeah. There's actually a new six uh, coral skippers. Thing that the skippers use too. Oh. There's um instead of using the Dobin Basils to just absorb shots, he uh, yeah. one of them, uh, in a slightly different who he describes as a better pilot he's better on the stick right 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 puts that one on the front and tries to like suck him into it oh
0: that's right i yeah. forgot to write that part down yeah and he has to like they use the black hole as a direct weapon against the material nature of the ship yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like Gann, not ganner Ugh, hate that guy <laughs> <laughs> gavin excuse me is like gunning in on this one right in the face to shoot it down. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'll just keep shooting," And then he's like, I'm going to push my black hole out yeah, further away from my ship to suck up your ship. <laughs> and it's like, Whoa, we're all learning here. New tactics for each side to now, uh, like decompress. Let's analyze these new things. And we're going to come back to another battle with, An upgraded understanding of each other constantly. Yeah. Because we're going to have to keep showing more and keep inventing more on both sides. Yep. Wild. Ship action. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ship fight. Hey, the guy who wrote a thousand X-Wing books. (laughs) Getting some Rogue Squadron in there. My question is, why are they still here? Mm -hmm. Why are the Yuuzhan Vong still sitting here? In the debris of those pirate ships,
1: getting more slaves, maybe.
0: Well, maybe.
1: There's a lot more planets to overthrow. They about, need more slaves. How
0: about a How about a chapter title? Because that's the end of this chapter. Yeah, this they're one... waiting for pickup. Rogue squadrons yeah. waiting for pickup. What do you got? This one I put new tactics. New tactics. Tactics tried and truly tested. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I had had an entire tall boy by this point, and I was feeling punch the mic still recording alliterative (laughs) okay chapter 16 leia lands at dubrillian and meets with lando in the ruins of this city because apparently quote the yuzhan vong returned a week and a half after you left they took up a position near the asteroid belt and watched us Every so often, a squadron of their Coral Skippers descends and hits a particular location. We fight back, of course, and get some of them, but less and less with each strike. It feels like they're using us to cull the weak and stupid from their ranks, leaving only the best and smartest and bravest behind to fight again. The Yuzhan Vong have been attacking Dubrillian for a week and a half, and this is the first that any of us are hearing about it us the reader leia Mm -hmm. lando's close friend (laughs) who just brought her entire family here for vacation which drew the attack here in the in the first place haven't heard a week and a half of decimating an entire population
1: yeah and hit and run gorilla tactics kind of
0: how has she not heard about that how do we not know about this
1: I the only reason I can think of why she wouldn't have
0: ah because we moved from book one to book two (laughs) and two weeks passed
1: yeah and the uh, (laughs) the Vong are smart enough to take down satellites and communication equipment
0: you're right maybe okay maybe that was something that wasn't stated was like the first thing they did was took down our ability to call for help yeah and maybe that wasn't there but I don't remember reading that
1: they did mention it a few chapters ago on well. In chapter 13, how there's the satellite at that sand planet.
0: Yeah, Bimil. Yeah, wasn't working. Had been sabotaged. Yeah. yeah. And that's actually the same thing Yeoman Carr did at XGAL 4. Mm. Sabotage. That was one of the first things he did. Sabotage the ability to call for help. So, there you go. Stands to reason. Nice job, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why we haven't heard about that, but it would be cool to be given that because I'm too dumb to figure it out, apparently. P.S. There's a very big Yuuzhan Vong ship out there in the asteroid belt. Not just coral skippers. Something bigger. Yeah, they got a mother ship. Yeah, there was, a, there was world ships that we saw in the last book, but I'm sure they have other classes of ship. And after the initial invasion started in the last book, they're said to be bringing more and more numerous and more diverse force yeah. behind them. There's a big ship out there. Not good cut to jaina and danny leaving leia's ship at Dubrillian, talking about how hard it is to be born into space jesus blood family i feel like i don't. it's funny the parts i don't trip over right yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyways jaina's like i feel like i don't get to make any choices and any, anything i choose i'm living up to someone else's shadow or expectation or whatever yeah except for a jedi oh my mom's not a Jedi. My dad's not a Jedi. My, my dad's a pilot, though. And then, dang, he's a good pilot. Oh, you know, teenager stuff, which we were getting from Jason a few weeks ago and last week. And, like, these two twins yeah. are mirroring the same problems, which is the coming of age. Yeah. Who am I? <laughs> Who am I supposed to be? Who do I want to be? Yeah. And what parts am I going to be in conflict with out of those expectations? Mm-hmm. And Danny Quee, at the ripe old age of 21 years old, <laughs> passes down this handy uh, advice. She says, be yourself. Thanks. Not the opposite of anyone. Yeah. Don't try to be the opposite of your mom just cause she is X, Y, Z. Don't try to be the opposite of your dad or your brothers or your uncle. Just Try to be yourself. Mm-hmm. Wisdom from a twenty-one-year-old, but I mean that's that's good advice. But then we immediately need to go find Jana's mommy. So, yeah, like <laughs> the the independence in the words of just figure out who you are yourself, and then she's like, "Well, we got to go find my mom now."
1: Yeah, she <laughs> needs to know how desperate things are around there's here. There's
0: like that's that that dichotomy of being a sixteen-year-old, seventeen, like a teenager, where there are adult expectations of your behavior. And there are child expectations of your behavior. Like I have to go find my mom and ask her a thing. Yeah. And I also have to be a fighter pilot and figure out who I am. <laughs> right. <laughs> I want to be my own person, but I also there need was, my parents. There's was one part in there that I was going to write down as a quote, but, or, or to read out of the text, but Jaina in a very like ham handedly cheesy, there's some cheese in this dialogue here mm-hmm. between the two of them specifically like Jaina says something like, well, I don't know who I'm supposed to be, but at least now you gave me a better direction. So, something like so succinctly cheddar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also there's this one paragraph where she, she like on the nose describes who she is where she's like, I'm a pilot. I'm a Jedi. I'm a, I'm a sister and people think I'm supposed to be a wep- a weapon or savior for the Jedi. Like, or I'm supposed to be a Jedi. Like there's just, she has this paragraph where she very neatly, as no teenager would be able to do, mm-hmm. she very neatly categorizes herself. Yeah, right. When the idea is that she's having this tumultuous, tumultuous bunch of feelings inside of her about who I am and who I'm supposed to be, she also, in the middle of that, goes, "I'm this, I'm this, I'm this." <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the the you know the uh, what's that word where things don't make sense. Where like it's contradictory, but there's a better word for it. It's like a paradox a paradox of being teenager. <laughs> you're so good at that, man. Who am I? Ah! So, <laughs> Thankfully I have a twenty one year old at my side to guide me along. And she even says, like, well, I when I was, you're a baby, right? <laughs> yeah. She's like, <laughs> Well, don't do you think that you're smarter now? Yeah, I think when I was sixteen, I think I was a baby now that I'm twenty one. And I was like, wait till you're thirty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that never stops, right? Or at least it shouldn't.
1: It shouldn't. You shouldn't stop learning. Yeah. So that's definitely a thing.
0: How about a how about a chapter title at the end of this one?
1: I got nothing for this one.
0: I wrote Consequence of Absence. Oh, I don't even particularly know what that means. I get the brilliant thing, and I guess like I don't know. That seems deep. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> but I couldn't tell you the layers. <laughs> It could be like, because we've always talked about the Han and Leia being absent from their lives. Yeah. That could be, she doesn't know who she is or who she wants to be because she hasn't had. She's never had
0: guidance. She's had a lot of role models. Yeah. But not a lot of direct guidance, maybe until now that she has uh, Master Mara.
1: Yeah. But
0: who am I? Ah, teenagers. And
1: now she's in charge of guiding someone who doesn't know the force. (laughs) Which is why they have to go and find mom because Danny can't handle the <laughs> desperation of
0: the crowd of people. Yeah, it's bad times at Dubrillion. Everybody is trying to escape and it feels really bad there. And yeah, yeah, that's why we got to go find my mom. Because the Yuuzhan Vong are still at Dubrillion. And the Interstellar Intersection. And Belkadam.
1: Yeah, they're everywhere. And
0: technically Bameel. And Nominor is at another
1: planet somewhere.
0: Where else could they be? <laughs> Find out next week when we cover New Jedi Order, Book Two, Dark Tide One: Onslaught, Chapter Seventeen through Twenty-One. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. We vong are everywhere. <laughs> Snake in uh, my boots. Yes. For any comments and questions, you can hit us up at Podcast at gmail.com. Forever Cannon Podcast is a Jay Plazer production. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Jay Blazer. Check us out.